Hi everyone! Aloha! This is Rachel. And this is Tifa. And we're Knights on the Lanai. Knights on the Lanai. I wanted to say that at the same time. And I my know, brain just couldn't do it. We'll get it down. <laughs> I don't know why. I just freeze every time. It's hard. It's hard to do it live. Um, so we are at night for once. Um, Indeed we are. We're not on the lanai, but lately this has become our lanai because we've been home <laughs> for so long in it. Yeah, and it's been a while since we've um, done anything on yeah. our podcast, so this might be a fun little way to get back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, we did start a little home garden, so eventually we're going to get chairs out there and we will do this on the lanai. Yes, we were looking at chairs today to Gotta put out. cozy first. I know, put some fairy lights out there and everything. <gasps> That's gonna be so cute. I know, and then we can put a little table and do the recording and put the flower on the table. Perfect. We have a lot of ideas. Brilliant. Um, Yeah, so tonight, well, this is a pre recording. Mm. We are going to watch the new Star Wars movie. um, And we're just gonna kind of talk about what we feel about it going in before watching it. Uh, I have no idea what it's about. I didn't read anything about it. I was trying to just, like, literally go in blind. Um, but Rachel, on the other hand... I know everything that's happened in the movie. So, the movie is Rise of Skywalker. Um, so, we neither of us have seen it. I haven't seen it because I found out that certain plot points had happened and I was a little miffed. But only because I really enjoyed the direction The Last Jedi took things, which I know is a completely divisive opinion. Um... But yeah, so we just figured we'd watch it together because we both are going in with extremely different opinions. Tiff's to- so open to like, hasn't really read about it, doesn't really know, and I'm going in with some preconceived notions, so I don't yeah. know. I think it's going to be interesting to come out from it and then talk about it and, mm. and see if I will like it or if I won't like it. Because with The Last Jedi, I don't know, I just, there were, like it was a good movie, but for me, it just didn't. It felt too, um, not not cliche, but I felt like they were going in the direction that they knew would please a lot of people, and it just seemed very predictable to me. Um, there were some, thing, some parts about the movie that I did like that I, uh, Rachel and I had talked about before that I really liked, like um, Ray being uh, basically nobody, right? Yeah. And she could use the Force. That was like my favorite part of oh my salmon's done. Your salmon's done. <gasps> I'll get it. In a second. <laughs> um, that was one of my favorite parts of the Last Jedi was the fact that there was this kind of thing where it was it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter what bloodline you come from, that doesn't dictate your ability to use the Force or to be somebody of value and 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 be somebody who can. And I I'd love the end too with like the kids who like could use that power, and I thought it set a good precedent for going forward that this Skywalker line, or it kind of subverted the expectation that Rey was a Skywalker or that she was somebody. And so I really enjoyed that aspect of it because I was like, oh, I just, I really think that's a good message to send to people, you know. No matter where you're from, you can have this kind of, you can connect to the Force. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was awesome. And then, I mean, I liked Luke's, Luke's line, uh, Luke's storyline, and I think a lot of people didn't like Luke's storyline, which I totally understand. It was just, I'm... I'm an I'm a Star Wars fan, but I'm not an avid Star Wars fan, so I have different interpretations of it than I think people who are really, really have been fans their whole lives. So I, I completely understand and validate those opinions. It's just, yeah, everyone's gonna have a different opinion of something and and come come from different directions. So 
totally agree. And I, I am the one that didn't like the Luke Skywalker part of The Last Jedi. So, yeah, anyways, we're really excited. Um, and we just kind of wanted to talk about it beforehand, let you guys know what's going on. And then you will shortly after-ish, shortly-ish, <laughs> hear us talk about the movie. So, anyways, stay tuned and we'll be right back. Sorry, we found that we could squeeze our elbows on the table and make weird noises. And we thought that was... Oh, that was beautiful. Thank you. Um, we thought that was the way we, we needed to start this, and I totally think it was. I hope it wasn't too annoying <laughs> to just jump right into that after the commercial break. <laughs> Kidding, there's no commercials. Getting you all excited for what we were going to talk about, only to come to Squeaks. Welcome to a podcast. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> that was perfect. Welcome to the podcast, boys. <laughs> week um okay so we just literally just finished the rise of skywalker um i don't know we've been waiting we had an intermission where we were waiting to talk until we got to this point so i'm I'm gonna have you launch into it i'm interested to hear what you you thought what do you think of the overarching plot line like what do you think of the like oh what what had happened you know what they were going for I like that they revisited a lot of, um, I, don't, I don't know, uh, conflicting um, things with Rey. Um, I like that she was trying to follow the path that we know that many other people have in the past Star Wars films. And it was the same journey that we know that Jedis have to come to. is like facing their fear, which has always been themselves. And I like that they stuck with that. Um, uh, I didn't really like the end. Spoiler alert! Yeah. Oh, oh by the way, guys. Everything in here is spoiler. <laughs> if you haven't seen Rise of Skywalker, please turn it off. <laughs> I didn't like the end where... I mean, I kind of liked it, but at the same time, I didn't like it. Where uh, Ben came back and gave her life. And I felt like that was, like, you know, we could all see that coming. But I didn't like that she kissed him I don't know that she ended up liking him in that sense um but then there's a part of me that did kind of enjoy it I guess because like if you think about it this whole time that who knows how long they've been like talking to each other through the force that she was able to see Ben and not Kylo Ren and like really like that part of him and I can see her like I can that makes sense to me that she would develop feelings for that part of him um, but I don't know. I just, at, at first I didn't really like that. I was like, I feel you. I liked Finn. I know that. I, I just, I can't too. tear apart from that. No, no, I, I feel you. I, I yeah, I completely yeah, agree. Sorry. Yeah, go. No, no, no. I completely agree. That was just me being like, yeah, I thought it was, um, I don't know. Yeah, it was my favorite part, but I never, I had never really thought that they were like, I don't know, I didn't really view them as romantic in any of the movies, so to have this as the culmination was weird to me, because I was like, oh, it, to me it seemed like they were just two people on a path together. Yeah. And so, to turn that romantic, not, not that it's, it's definitely a personal choice, I mean, you know, it just didn't, it didn't vibe with me, but um, I just saw it as almost like, oh, she had to have a romantic interest, or there had to be a, a journey for her that went in that direction. Mm-hmm. So, but I totally get, like, why people liked it. I just, for me, yeah, it didn't, it didn't hit it didn't do what I wanted it to do. I was like, oh, it's not what I wanted for them. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I guess then, I don't know, then I did like that he 
basically that that was the end of it though yeah, <laughs> at the same yeah. time it began well it began probably before that but it it ended in that moment because equivalent exchange exactly. right <laughs> i was like i'm sorry you can't bring back you can't bring dead people i've spent the last few days re-watching full metal alchemist you can't bring dead people back to life ben yeah. <laughs> that was my one pet peeve <laughs> Oh, I guess that does kind of remind me of, like, during her intermission, I wanted to be like, so does part of her, like, life span go away when she's healing people? Because if you could do that, then, you know, there's got to be something that you're giving up. Yeah, so maybe part of her lifespan was in Ben, and so when he gave it back to her, it didn't, I mean, I guess it brought her back to life, but it, it like, was, was, it, it broke that barrier of, like, you can't bring someone back to life because it was, like, her, technically her life force. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's kind that's of a good. what I was thinking before this all happened. It, yeah. it would make sense to me that that's what happens when you use the force that way. I don't know. But going from that, then Ben could have lived. He could have been like, oh, I return it to you. I guess the wound would have... You know what I mean? There has to be some kind of yeah. exchange, but... I guess her, like, literally she was dead, and there would be no amount of force except for doing your whole life force. I'm sorry if like, any of you watched Fullmetal Alchemist. <laughs> you know how this goes. You yep. cannot bring someone back without creating a homunculus well if you're going by the 2003 version Um, yeah yeah the 2003 version i shouldn't call it og Um, Ah, whatever (laughs) tomato tomato who says tomato what is that from anyway what is some what's what's another part that really like you know something you liked we talked before about really liking the banter between them it felt supernatural yeah i super fun and organic like that uh because, I don't know, most Star Wars movies, like, uh, I, you know, especially the original, the acting is, like, a little cheesy and stuff, and you can tell that they're, like... But, I don't know, yeah, I, I like that they made it feel so real. Like, these guys have been through so much shit, and they're just really good friends now, you know, and I like the bickering. Um, at some point, I thought it was a little too much between, like, other characters, you know? Oh. Um, like, when it was outside of their group. Sometimes I was like, okay, they're they're taking a little too far now. Like I only like it in between the group, but I I did think it brought like a realistic feeling to the movie. Um, I'm trying to think. I just had this like personal opinion about Leia being back in the movie. Like I love her part in it, of course. This is just kind of like, I guess, outside of that, the fact that we can use technology to recreate people's images that have passed away. And like, I don't know, that kind of freaked me out. Like, I loved it, but at the same time, it was really eerie. Didn't they shoot some scenes with her in it? I think so. I think they shot scenes with her in it. I thought that was the last movie. Oh, was it? Um, The Last Jedi? I thought. I could be totally wrong. I thought they shot some of the ninth, but they did that with. I a, could be wrong. No, 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 no. We don't know until we look it up. I mean, um, but they did that with a guy. What's his face? The one you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. The old. Okay. Yeah, I know, and I just I remember when that first came up, like in an article, and I was like, "How do I feel about this?" Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. It just. It's like I mean, bringing it's, Tupac back on stage. Like, people want to have holographic performances of his. And yeah. It's like, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I really don't know. Like, I think it's amazing that we can do that with technology, but at the same time, I I don't know. There's just something conflicting about it with me, and I'm just like, oh, is it okay to use their image even though they're dead? <laughs> <Ooh. coughs> oh, I just, like, choked on air. Have you done that before? Oh, yeah. 
Too um, many times. Not that there's like a consent thing, because obviously nobody knows when they're gonna die. But like it's maybe maybe they should start doing that in movies. You know, since we do have the technology to be like, hey, um, can you like can we use your likeness when mm. the movie ends? Yeah. Yeah. I do think it's a little weird, but at the same time, it's really cool. Like, it's weird and it's cool uh, just because, I don't know if it, like, I don't know. I guess I have a thing about consent, mm. but um, it would be really nice when you think about, like, scenes when they were younger, again, like they did at one, like, towards the end of the movie when they, like, used the young uh, Skywalker face, you know, and a young Leia face. Um, that's really cool in that, um, I think it kind of helps with the flow of, it could help with the flow of other movies, but then that eliminates other people's possibilities of becoming the actors of the young version of, you know, like, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Damn, that's like a good point. <sighs> Wall of jobs. Just kidding. <laughs> Everything's going to be robots soon, guys. Seriously. Just I know. Everything's going to be automated, even your favorite actors and actresses. McDonald's, man. Mm. Everything's going to be automated. But then again, I love checkouts that I don't have to, like, yeah, me do too. anything. That kind of stuff I think I would be cool with. Sometimes Walmart distresses me. I just, there's so many people. I just want to run in and run, especially now. Oh, I'm God. Just, ugh, last shivers. time we were there, there was just a lot of people. It was fine. It was just, like, we weren't emotionally equipped to deal with large crowds after being in isolation for, like, two months. <laughs> so it was, like, just weird because we were, like, oh, my God, there's so many people. And we had, like, you know, thinking about, oh, my God, they're so close to us. Like, what about the virus? Like, does anyone care? And then, um... And like, half of them were gremlins and they're, like, <laughs> even, like, bumping into people. And you're, like, whoa, six feet apart. Yeah, <laughs> six feet apart. Does not exist here. Not six feet, man. In Wally world. Or anywhere sometimes. I'm like, um... I was pretty good in Whole Foods recently. And Safeway's totally awesome. Safeway's, Safeway's great. Safeway's the bomb. They really are. Um, okay, so we'll resume. Okay, so we... What was, um... What were some things that, like, caught your attention? Popped out to you? So in this movie, I saw a perfect Star Wars movie. But there were some fatal flaws that, like, kept... And prevented me from seeing it as this amazing movie. And the only real two flaws that I saw that I was like, this ruined what could have been an amazing statement was what happened with Ben and what happened with Ray's lineage. Yeah. That was like the two things that ruined this movie for me. Simply because I talked about in the op- like the, our opening here that the best part of Last Jedi was the discovery that Ray was from nothing. And I think that toward the end of this, you know, they tried to kind of slip that in and be like, hey, you're nothing, you're a scavenger. But it would have been much more powerful if she was nothing but a scavenger. Because I just, I just thought it, sat, it set a good precedent for like, you know, as a, as a child watching this movie and being like, wow, I don't need to come from like a, a family of any particular clout. Like I can just earn it on my own or I, I deserve it still. And so I just thought that was, like, a weird take on it. And, and it seemed to come from left field, quite frankly, this whole Palpatine thing. Um, and so it was just an odd kind of transition from Last Jedi, I thought. It was like a whiplash almost. And, um, yeah, I just, you know, I, we talked about it. I didn't really like um, Ray and Ren's dynamic being reduced to something that was romantic. Which, it, I mean, some people completely interpreted it as that, but... Um, 
Yeah, I mean, other than that, I thought there were amazing scenes when the, like, the, the everyone came to help them was like, you know, there's a lot of very like spirited old school Star Wars moments that were really great to see. Lando's presence was so welcome. I love that so much. Oh my god. I, I just, I, I like when they insert things from the original, especially like Lando, and um, it wasn't the same uh, iconic bar scene, you know, mm. I, I can't remember the name of the bar um, that they walk into. <laughs> yeah, with the band, but I, I like that they did that, they did it in the first, um, mm-hmm. the, the Return so. of Jedi, right? Um, oh. Where, was it the Return? I don't remember. Um, well, they, they had, had like, se- it was another bar scene, but I like that they incorporate those from the original and put it into these movies to just keep that essence going. I totally agree with you there. I thought, yeah, that was cool to see that kind of, it felt like a legacy movie, which is neat. And I read, I read some reviews prior to going into this, so I had some of my own interpretations, but it seemed to really mesh with audiences. And so I think, you know, cause critics didn't really love it. Which I understand, because from a writing perspective, I think that it was the, there was a bit of shoehorning, and there were some weird line choices, and some weird moments. Like, this whole Exegol thing, this whole planet that sits occupied, like, why wasn't this brought up sooner, or at least the seeds for it planted in earlier movies? Because they weren't planted, I, I had no expectations going into this. I was like, holy cow, there's a whole Sith planet? Like, I... I it was almost like there was no there was no groundwork laid for it, and from a, from a purely storytelling perspective, you want to make sure that you have groundwork for these types of revelations in certain scenarios because it allows your audience to have a foothold of believability. Mm-hmm. And if you don't cultivate that, even if it's you know like like the traitor thing, we we assumed it would be this one guy because they showed this cool shot of him, but it turned out to be this other guy, and his intentions weren't even really to help the resistance; it was just to get back at Kylo. Yeah. And so I think, like, those are neat seeds that you can plant to create a plot, but the whole Sith homeworld plot wasn't dealt with that kind of deft hand. Previous movies. And so... I don't know, like, I can't say that I know everything about Star Wars. I'm just a big fan. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I had read in the past, um, based off of... um, I, I, I don't know, it's like different people write Star Wars novels, right? And I think I was reading something because I was trying to look at the history of, like, Mm. previous, um, like, uh, bad guys in Star Wars and previous Siths. And I think there was a book that was written by someone that did talk about a world of Sith. But this is just me something pulling from my memory, like, that from a while ago. But that's valid. I mean, that's totally part of the canonical... If it's part of the canonical Star Wars universe, but the problem it, is... They didn't ever introduce in it in the movie. That's yeah. totally, like... that. Yeah, like, that's for sure, I'm sure. But, but I agree with you there that they should have inserted it at some point in the movie to give people at least an idea that it exists. Yeah, because it is just kind of out of nowhere that they just popped this up and was like... I'm so shocked. Hey. I was like, wait, what? She's his granddaughter, and he's alive? Like, it was just so much from... Um, from a purely storytelling perspective, without without the Star Wars, like, the great moments of this movie, from just a, looking at the groundwork of the narrative was just, there was some great narrative payoff with Kylo and, and with, or with Ben and um, with Rey. There was some great groundwork laid for future movies, mm-hmm. um, and so it was, it was done with a lot of love and a lot of, like, care, but there were just moments when I was like, wow, is as like a, a, a as a person who analyzes stories, it just was off putting to have something so wildly 
kind of yeah out there. Uh, it From did. a casual fan, a casual you know, a moviegoer versus someone who's really who's, well versed in the lore. That's true. Um, I did uh, just going back to um, your point about Ray um, and like having a problem with how they went about her lineage. Mm-hmm. I I do kind of like agree with you there because I did like the idea that she was just someone who was really connected with the Force because she has like a pure spirit or whatever. Um, but, and so I didn't like the turn that they took uh, with that either, that, you know, she was a Palpatine. But I like that, um, I, I don't know, it just made me notice that, um, oh my god, I'm having a brain fart. Okay. <laughs> Please forgive me, guys. Um, Finn, mm. uh, at the end, he, like, they kept um, highlighting that he was feeling connected with the Force. So I'm like, okay, so maybe they, maybe like Ray was always part of the lineage, but I think that, mm. um, that wasn't like, I think they wanted to have the intention put out there that anybody can like be great with the force. Um, and it doesn't matter your lineage by showing that Ray was con- being like connected with it all of a sudden at the end. And, uh, I mean, Finn, Finn yeah, yeah. sorry. No, no, no. Finn and Ray, yay! <laughs> I, I know. Can't, <laughs> I can't distinguish them. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That just caught my attention at the end of the movie. I was like, why do they... Oh my God, maybe he is the one that's like... True. If they come up with another movie, that he will be the one that's not connected to anybody and could feel the force. That'd be wonderful. I, I just... I, I, as somebody who just like thinks of these kinds of... It's not fiction's job to tell people and to reassure people morally, but at the same time, it's something we use to have, like, um, reassurances and something we use to kind of imbue in our own life. So, you know, you don't want to you don't want to put that burden on fiction writers to have to like you know, to help their audience conquer the things that they're trying to conquer. But you know, if if you're trying to write something, you know, you want to put that stuff in there so maybe it will inspire people, just in case. You know, sometimes. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, 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 yeah. it makes sense. I was just, like, thinking of something in my head. It's, like, makes me think that um, they were always going to be Jedis. Like, the Force found them because mm. of their lineage. But the difference with Finn is that he was the believer. He believed in it, and that's how he might become something of a Jedi. That would be something I could totally get on board with. I'd be so excited. Because of his, like, being able to witness it with actual Jedis from lineage. Yeah. But, I don't know. The, the, the Force works in mysterious ways. <laughs> that would be does. really cool, though. It would be, yeah. That would be awesome to have, like, a, a, a Finn-centric story. Because he's a, he's a great character. And, like, I don't think he got nearly as much development as I wanted him to get. Yeah, this, um, this movie, which was which was fine. I mean, him and Poe's dynamic is always amazing to see, but him and Rose were interesting because I definitely don't think after the end of Last Jedi, I definitely think they kind of nixed that subplot. I don't even know why they did it in the first place. Yeah, that was the one thing about Last Jedi that I didn't quite like, just because it, it once again it felt like there was no natural evolution to it. Um, and I loved her line she said to him though in that movie, and I forget what it was. It was. It was something like, we're not fighting against them, we're fighting for, to protect people that we love. Mm. And I just thought that was a powerful line. And she's an amazing actress. So, yeah. um, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm also just really glad that Star Wars just has a lot of, like, um, 
people I like I never really ex- I never see these people they aren't like super famous faces mm-hmm. but they're so cool to see in these movies because then they become kind of like people that you you're like wow like they're such a good actor but I never would have like I have never seen them in anything and so yeah. I like when they kind of take these like you know people I haven't seen much of I'm, I mean Daisy Ridley was pretty obscure and John um, Boyega was just in Attack the Block which was like yeah. his cool that was a fun movie um <laughs> So I remember how excited he was to get the part too. Like that makes my heart so happy watching at the end him like crying with them. I was like, oh my god, he was so excited to get this part. Yeah, um, he he did such an amazing job. Oh my gosh, and I'm amazing. happy that he was like a big part of these movies. Um, they all did so good. Yeah, all all of them are great actors. Yeah, um, Diego and everyone, they're just talented people. Yeah, and I I don't know. I just I really like. The wrap-up, the ending, it was kind of like, um, what was it, New Hope? Yeah. That movie, the ending, it just felt that way. And I love that they always bring it back to the point that you just, like, your family is your friends, yeah. you know, and, like, you can get through things by just being together and working together. And I love that they continue to just provide that message throughout the series, no matter how much it can change and how... How much our technology changes as well going into these new movies but yeah I just really felt that in this one for some reason more I so did. than Last Jedi and I mean I guess it's different because the story ended differently but um, still yeah I don't know I feel you I, it, it was, was really heartwarming it was very heartwarming it was very well done and like there was a lot of heart in this movie um that I think was missing from The Last Jedi there wasn't really a lot of heart there was a lot of like um kind of like performance and there was and I I mean I love subverted expectations and I'm also someone who tends to like like things that traditionally don't work out for Mm -hmm. the better or that show very perfect characters having flaws so witnessing Luke's devolution from a hero to a man was like absolutely wonderful for me because I was like I love seeing characters with flaws that can overcome them because our heroes aren't perfect and building them up as perfect can sometimes also be a, a slippery slope um But I understand as well that when you have these characters, sometimes tarnishing a a legacy can be seen as almost, why was that necessary? Yeah. So I totally get both sides, but this this movie felt more cinematic, more properly Star Wars, and I think that was to its benefit. Um, Definitely, definitely. And yeah, I mean, just all the scenes where it was just hopeless and then hope came back. It was very much like, even Palpatine's speech of like, you will be evil. Like, I was just like, this is so cheesy, campy Star yeah. Wars stuff, which was <laughs> great because sometimes we forget about that kind of, in, in, the, in our desire to kind of become grittier and become more gray. It's a good thing, but sometimes we forget about the fun Hollywood campiness of the good versus evil plot lines, which yeah. also, you know, are they're fun. You know? <laughs> so I think sometimes I'm like, I, I miss that. I miss when we had that kind of genuineness in movies. Yeah, because you can have, like, things change and really interesting storylines, but I think at the end of it all, it's still Star Wars, and mm-hmm. it still should have that, yeah, that essence, that cheesiness and uh, the hope that it brings. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, no matter what, you gotta have a little bit of it in there because that's what it's about. <laughs> I completely agree. It's like, a, it's like, and it's difficult with these things because you want to, as new, a new generation emerges as a fan of this, you want to make sure that you temper expectations of the audience while also creating a new world and a new space for these characters so they can uphold their own legacy versus the 
burden, you know, because they're burdened by an older legacy of, of all these other characters. You want to make sure that they can create their own, and it's, I can't even imagine the pressure of being under that kind of franchise owner, not ownership, but responsibility. Yeah, it's yeah, and really hard to, to try and, yeah, not be a failure and being like, wow, I can't believe you would try and take over when the originals were so good. Yeah. That's hard. But that's that's tough, and I mean you get that a lot of stuff. I mean the 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 pe- prequels where George Lucas is pure vision, and I mean people did not like the prequels. Yeah, I mean they're they're like pretty un- in- inoffensive to me, meaning that I wasn't super swayed to hate or love. Yeah, them, I don't but. hate them. I just didn't think they were good. I mean, mm. like and I. Okay, they weren't like amazing movies, but I I, mean, I would need to rewatch it again just so I can. Put aside the bad acting because their lines that they were They're given so bad. were bad, and look at just the story and see if the story was good. You know, then I could be like, hey, at least it was like, you know, the the world that they were put in was following Star Wars and it was really good. And yes. then you know, it's just the, the, the lines that they were given. Oh, so bad. <laughs> and the directing. Besides that, <laughs> maybe we can get past it. But I don't hate it for that. Yeah. No, it wasn't like. It's like whatever. I feel you, man. Uh, their fault. My words are failing me. <laughs> no, I mean it's, it's what te- this is really. It is knights on the land. No, this is really. This really is knights on the lanai because it's eleven o two. It's eleven o two. We're delirious and we love everything about Star Wars. I'm just kidding. This is me, Tiffany, your host, who makes no sense after eleven p.m. Good. Nobody should. We should be drinking <laughs> wine right now. I know. Um, That's what I was thinking. Maybe this weekend. I just, I, I, because I have to get up early. But, um, I don't mind going to bed. I just don't want to, I don't want to drink wine. Um, I, I'm trying I to should. think, was there anything else that, um, sparked your attention or? Hmm. Um, I mean, there was a lot of fun new characters and there was a lot of fun old characters. I really liked, um, Poe's, um, partner, whoever she, the, who, I forget her name. Oh, oh, yeah. She was she really was cool. cool with the helmet. Yeah, um, she was a really neat addition. And I liked... backstory. I forget her name, but who Finn teamed up with, and at the very end, Lando offered to take her on a journey to find herself, like her, her, her past. And I was... Tiff and I were like, looked at each other, and we were like, oh my god, is that going to be the sequel? sequel. Like, <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if Lando wants to be in the sequel. Oh, we saw Lando. You weren't with us. Wait, what? We were at the convention here. Oh, man! Yeah, Lady Williams was here. Lando was mm-hmm. there! Oh. I'm sorry. Tiff was not with us. It's okay. It's okay. It's, it wasn't meant to be. It I just remembered. I was like, oh, yeah, I saw him. I mean, it was from a distance, but he was, like, That's signing autographs and stuff. so cool. He was oh, a my cool, God. Yeah, he that like makes a great me, guy. I'm happy you got to see him. Yeah. Wow. What an um, icon. Yeah, he's great. And so seeing that, I was like, I don't know if he's gonna, he wants to be in the next movie, but I would love to see them go on their adventure. Like, that would be... I think that would be a really cool That'd be sequel. an awesome sequel. Um, this is, like, I just have to say this before I forget, um, but talking about Poe's character, mm. I kind of like that they tried to make him a little, like, Han Solo. Yes, uh, I totally saw Definitely it. the brooding, you know, and just, like, bickering with everyone. I mean, their group... They were bickering with each other, but yes. him just kind of having that little pessimistic view a little bit too. I thought that was an interesting take mm-hmm. uh, because, like before, he was really optimistic. He was the fighter that they they looked up to and like gave them hope. And then all of a sudden, like I don't know what happened. Yeah, maybe it was just the time through their journey 
and we happened to fall somewhere after that when this movie began um, to show. Or even like he the plot of the movie. Who knows? Go I'm do kidding. that. <laughs> I really want it. I see you. No, I'm kidding. Um, I would do that. Robert Pattinson did it half the time in Twilight. He was like, freaking hate this movie. But here's my brooding face. Mm. Anyway. Can I get my money now? I <laughs> just thank you. <laughs> He's so funny, God. He's a gem. Um, so yeah, so I think like thinking about. His character, you're absolutely right. It was very odd because he had seemed like such a um, kind of funny. Like, am I wrong? No, absolutely. I totally saw it. I totally saw it because it was one of those situations where I was like, wow, he's the banter's funny, but it's almost like he's purposefully like, like getting at them. You know, he's like throwing punches. And I'm like, he was never throwing punches before. He was just kind of like having fun with it and like kind of more loose. And now it seems he's like kind of like uh, angry. And you know what he's not about yeah. whatever I don't know. I, totally I guess I'm wondering in. like how much time aspect. passed by. Yeah. Uh, did, did we know that? Like, was that in the description of the not movie of how much time passed from that what happened in the Last Jedi to where they were then? Mm-mm. Because I guess that would make sense that they were losing. He was losing hope and became pessimistic. But once again, and this is just my perspective on creating the craft of storytelling. If you're going to have a character that's going to shift the dynamic, you want to make sure that you let the audience know there's been a passage of time or, and then you want to address that change later as to why they're like this. And maybe, maybe they did in the movie that the burden of leadership was getting to him, Yeah. but it wasn't clear enough that I think like, I mean, maybe it was clear enough, but I didn't like the, I didn't like how it wasn't, um, I guess that maybe I didn't like the direction they took with it. Yeah, I but, guess that makes sense. Like, maybe in The Last Jedi, I forgot the part where Leia I mean, I addressed that he would become the leader. I don't think they leader. did. I, I mean, maybe we're wrong, but I don't remember it. Well, then, yeah, you should have let us know. Okay. Yeah, let us know if we're wrong. Because <laughs> this is just, I mean, we're casual. I, I'm much more of a casual fan than Tip. I feel like Tip knows a lot more, but I'm way more casual. But you've been watching I it may longer. I come off like I do because... I, I don't know. You I was really young it. when I started watching yeah. it. But I really, I, I am not as, like, knowledgeable in the world of Star Wars as I may seem. No, but you, no, but it, you care so much about it. Like, definitely, like, something that's, like, impactful for your childhood. And yeah. I'm coming at it from an angle of, like, seeing no, but it almost as an adult. I like your view because you are a writer and I am not. And there's so many things that I don't see about the movie that I don't think about. And I love hearing... Like, your perspective. Because Thanks. it's it's eye-opening. I'm like, oh my god, I didn't even think about coming from that direction. That totally makes sense. And <laughs> same with, like, the things that you say. Like, I never would have imagined Poe being... Uh, Poe, wow. Finn being <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're just going to start coming up with new character Finn names. Jake. <laughs> we hope you catch on to them, okay? <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to... Um, Sir Cucumber. I think you know who that is. Um... Fiddle Poe is... Fiddle Poe! <laughs> my favorite! And... Um, Pickle Ray! Pickle Ray. <laughs> You're welcome, world. Benny Ray. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't. I feel like... Um, where was I going? It's like we're drunk. I know we're it is. We're just, it's just, we're just tired. Not tired. We're just... It's late and we're just like... Our brains are... Um, where are we going with the... The Ray thing. Oh my god, what were we talking about before? It was like I was we... commenting on how I really oh. appreciate your point of view as and a was, writer. 
Yeah, and then I'm saying like how I would have never noticed Finn being force sensitive if you hadn't really pointed it out. Because I was like, oh, I didn't even think of him being force sensitive. So it's neat to watch with other people because then they totally have different like you know they're yeah. they're, they're coming from different angles, mm-hmm. so they're gonna see different things. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I I'm really we are lucky that uh, we don't break out in fist fights over this. Yeah, for <laughs> real. We're very mild with movies. Like, did you like it? No. Did you like it? Yeah. You want to fight about it? Some no. people would. <laughs> yeah. But but we're we're pretty we're pretty mellow. I'm so grateful. We're not going to yeah. We're not going to argue over the like you know because it's like we're 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 fans but we're not like yeah intense enough fans like and like I'm a very very big fan of Full Metal Alchemist but I'm not gonna fight somebody on the grounds that like they hate whatever character or, or they think that. Oh, three is garbage, trash fire, which I, I might not fight you in the back of a Denny's, but I will make you read my 5,000-word article I wrote about why oh, three is just as good as a brotherhood. Um, which I read, and it's amazing. Thank you. I have a lot of thoughts about it. Um, but no, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's and the, the one thing about the fans, I think it's very important to talk about these properties in, in context of the fans, because... You know, a lot of the times, especially in in the time of social media, you're engaging with fans very differently, mm-hmm. and fans have a lot more opinions. Yeah. Because in a way, with Star Wars especially, and some other things too, there's a sense of ownership to properties, which I think can be dangerous as much as I think it is interestingly... You know, it's a cool thing. Death of the author is totally a thing that happens, but I, I definitely believe that you... Everyone's coming to make movies... It's a big group effort, mm-hmm. and so it's very hard to call out visions and be like, that's not the way I want it to go, because as a fan, like, definitely participating, and you're allowed to be upset and, and, and you know, angry with directions, but there's definitely a difference between being like, I didn't like this, I'm not going to engage in it at, in the same level, unless it does something really terrible, like, like you know what I mean, something that's yeah. almost indefensible. I don't know anything that's really done that. <laughs> I'm trying to think of things. Um, where where H.P. Like Lovecraft a... was a horrible racist. Anyway, <laughs> there we go. All of H.P. Lovecraft fans, I'm so sorry. There was a lot of really bad. Racist sorry, authors. not sorry. Um, should be reading. No, it's hard. It's hard to talk about legacy and and personhood. But, um, yeah, I think in this context with fans, it's it's I don't know. I think it's a it's an interesting conversation. Yeah, it's it's definitely difficult because like when you take especially things that are uh based off of novels, mm. I feel like movies in general they're always like the director and the producers they and screenwriters they're always going to put in a little bit of their own flavor of themselves in there, you know. So, uh I can see how that's that's like hard uh trying to keep I've been saying essence a lot this time. I hope you guys Good. are keeping track of how many times, because I'd like to know. Tiffany's essence count, 17. No, <laughs> well, but yeah, like, keeping the essence of the book, like, sticking with the story, like, the original story, I feel like that's really hard when you want to try and put your own perspective on it as a, a producer and screenwriter and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's so many aspects that I don't think about sometimes, and, and I... Like, it's nice to kind of catch yourself to be like, well, I didn't like this, and they didn't do it the way that it should have been. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? well, I mean, do we really? I, I don't know. Do we really know? And we have to let them have room for creativity, too. And, um, 100%. I don't know. I But 
anyways, back to Star Wars. I think they did a beautiful job. They did. Um, despite some of the the weird left fielders. <laughs> uh, Why? <laughs> Why Palpatine? Like. Yeah, and and then why, why kiss Ben? You know why? I just I don't know. I didn't see any romantic, and I know people did because I've been on Tumblr, Tumblr, and I know <laughs> that you shipped them so hard, and I I completely understand. Even though I didn't understand a wink, I was like, okay. And then I was like, I don't. I, I I mean, to me, it was like shipping, like two cardboard boxes together. Like they're great separately. <laughs> I would play in each of them. <laughs> Together. I mean, I could totally see it They're happening, but I didn't think they would do it. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Okay, I, mean, I was hoping they wouldn't, just because it was so foreseeable. You know what it is? It, this is okay. It's not cardboard box analogy. I'm so sorry <laughs> because they're both full characters and cardboard boxes and insinuates that they're not. They're both amazingly full characters with cool, cool backgrounds. Which I'm gonna talk about Ray in a second and how I freaking loved. How many badass women are in this movie? Yes! Um, yes. But to the cardboard box analogy, it was just like having two characters. I just didn't see any chem. It would have like Al and Winry kissing. It would freak me the fuck out. <laughs> I would not yeah. want it to happen. It was all... It, it, it's not, not that it's the same dynamic between the characters, obviously, but it was that kind of moment of me being like, what? <laughs> yeah, what? I, I don't know, but it's like the more that I think about it now... It, it, it's like the more that I can see it happening, even yeah, though they didn't make it super presentable in the movies. I don't know. I know. I, so at half of Tumblr, you're totally because it's almost like even though he didn't see it, Ben was like reaching out to her, and even though it was a little bit creepy that he was stalking her literally for who knows how long, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. using the force. <laughs> what a toxic dynamic! It is. It, it was toxic, <laughs> but at the same time, better. like Ben was a. It was a, a rampaging teenager, and he needed some help. 30-year-old <laughs> man-child. <laughs> Seriously. But he gets a pass for it. So he he went on a temper tantrum and killed a couple of people. Fine, because he's really pretty. <laughs> <laughs> so, continue. What were you going to say before now I rampaged? <laughs> you rampaged? I love rampaging. It's um, a weird word. Rampage? It's like... You know, sometimes when you say some words repeatedly mm. and then it doesn't sound like a word anymore and you forget what the meaning is. Like cornflakes? Like, does this even have a meaning? Cornflakes, 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 cornflakes. <laughs> and then you can't even picture the object because you're like, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> what is this association my brain is doing? I totally feel you. Anyways, please um, stop me. No, I don't want to stop you. This is glorious. Um, Ray, powerful woman. Yes. I need to say, like, and this is, like, any anyone, any identity watching a film and, like, you're in, engaged with characters that traditionally, like, you know, there, there hasn't really been, except for Leia, um, in the Star Wars series. I guess I don't watch Clone Wars, and I'm, um, I'm not really as familiar with some of the other, like, books and stuff and, mm-hmm. and movies or, um, and, and shows. We've seen all the movies. We've seen Solo and... Um, what is there, the one, the last Force one? You know, the people... Oh, uh, Rogue One. Ah, there we go. I don't know why I call it Last Force. Space Force! <laughs> space Force. Space Force. <laughs> I'm in Space Force. Um, <laughs> what Star Wars is. Um, I just think that, like, as a young girl, I mean, I had, I had female role models. We were actually watching Inuyasha recently, and I was like, I kind of miss 
these shows because I, I loved them as a kid. I had a lot of, you know, I loved Kagome. I thought she was like a great heroine. I loved Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. But I loved, um, I loved like the, the, the men in these movies because that's what a lot of it was. You know, we had Naruto and like Sakura. I'm so sorry, sweetie, but you were not as cool as. No. Um, no. <laughs> but seeing Ray as like a young girl, or, or you know, it it, it was it would, it would just be so powerful. Um, because I feel like at the end of this movie, she, she had a lot of moments that I would traditionally be like, what a badass like dude doing it, like you know what I mean. You see that and like, and I was like, what a badass. She's she's badass doing it. And I was like, this is what I want to do, and it just like had this moment of like I so traditionally sometimes in my own mind allocated that role of a badass, cool, attractive person as being a dude. And now I'm like, nope, just kidding. It's totally, it's totally Daisy Ridley. It's totally right. <laughs> she could totally do that. I totally agree. Yeah. I felt that feeling, you know. It was like, she's a badass chick, mm-hmm. like, total role model. I could totally see that with, like, little young young girls mm. feeling that way. It's really powerful. It was her movie. And I just think that's something so great about that, like, and I, like I said, I wish I had pho. Uh, wow, there we go. Making up names. <laughs> you guys want some pho? Um, Poe and Finn! <laughs> Which, quite frankly, they had more chemistry than... I'm not going to get into that one. Bromance! No, no, I don't mean a bromance. <laughs> no, I know. I, I mean bromance is like friendship, you know, but they definitely did have more Oh, yeah, they had way more chemistry, and I'm a little upset that it didn't manifest in that sense. Just because I think it would have been absolutely adorable. Um... I'm not alone in this. Neither the act the actors agree. Um, <laughs> anyway, we're not gonna. I guess. But sorry. No, go for really it. Quickly, that is one thing that I noticed. I guess in the past couple of movies, um, that I didn't like uh, is that. I guess they're trying to fit so much into the story mm. that they don't have time to like extend certain scenes like for character development. And I I'm really stopping. feel like they need to slow down. It's too much fast paced, too much like of course Star Wars is an action based movie, but like I really think people need to slow down and like mm. take the time to like get the audience to connect with these characters and like it would have so much more <clears throat> of a powerful impact when these things happen to them. Anyways, I completely agree. I think the formula of a blockbuster works, or the formula of like an action, pa- action thriller, crazy extravaganza. Like, I'm always gonna bring this movie up because I think it's literally one of the best movies made in like the past I don't know, forty years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road. Because I think it's a prime example of what movies can do right to express a lot of things that they try and fail to do. Mad Max Fury Road succeeded in almost everything it tried to do, which was to set up a world without telling you what it was about. And then it succeeded in creating character arcs without dialogue because the moments were slow enough with enough... The cinema, the cinematography, the way that the movie was conveying these emotions to you was done with such raw, like... It was like almost like a, a primal sense to, to Fury Road that you don't always find in movies. Mm-hmm. And I just think that you can totally have like a fast-paced movie, but they did slow it down. And there were moments of character within the every action scene in there was basically a moment of character development. And so more movies need to stop using these action pieces as giant, like action scenes as giant set pieces and start using them if they're going to use action as moments of character creation because you can imbue characters in scenes with their personalities and like create this 
you know, this multi-layered movie. You, you know what I mean? Like, you can do that with action. But they didn't. And, and you need slow moments. I mean, that's the thing. That Fairy Road had a lot of slow moments. And if you don't allow your characters to reflect on things, you're doing them a disservice. I guess the only scene that I can think of where it, like, kind of did that in this, um, in The Rise of Skywalker is when, um, Rey and Kylo were battling on top of the, the fallen Death Star. Mm -hmm. I I think that moment Mm -hmm. maybe, like, when they were facing and she was, like, she started to struggle and slow down, I think was a moment of, like, Ref, uh, a character development a little bit in, in her part, well, both parts. Yeah. But besides that, and it was like the only scene I can think of out of the entire two-hour movie. Um, so <laughs> I feel you. I was like, where, is these, where are these moments with, with Finn and Poe? They're just like small moments together. Yeah, and it makes them seem like they're literally side characters. And I'm mm-hmm. like, they... Technically. They are, but at the same time, I feel like they're not. They're not they're, supposed to They're be. not supposed to be, yeah. And anyways, I, I think that's... You hit it spot on with Fury Road, Mad oh, Max. I will talk about that movie until I'm literally like six feet under. Like that movie. I feel like is we so should good. watch it and then do a podcast. Oh, don't get me started. I, it literally, it literally be only me talking about like and why that's I'm okay. With this movie. Let's do it. <laughs> I saw that movie. I cried at it. Like I was so. I saw the movie so many times. I like. I showed everyone that movie. I'm like, you have to watch this. I, my, and my mom was like. The Mad Max movies were, like, okay. And I, I made my friends watch the first one, and everyone hated it. And they were like, oh, my God, this movie is not really that cool. Because it's pretty slow, the original Mad Max. It's just, like, racing cars and Mel Gibson. Is it Mel Gibson? I don't, I don't remember. I can't remember. No. Who is it? Maybe it is. Um, just going to look it up for us. But continue while, while I look it up. Who was it? Maybe I'm totally wrong. Um, but... Yeah, so I feel like it just, um, yeah, no, Mad Max is one of my absolute favorite movies. Yeah, Mel Gibson. Wow, go. He was hot in that movie, and I was really shocked, because I was like, ew, Mel Gibson, and then I was like, oh, actually? I need to rewatch it. Um, I'm pretty sure I watched the original, but I'm not sure. Maybe we should, like, watch the original. Oh, yeah. And then, It's like, I want to watch Thunderdome, too. Let's Um, do it. But continue. Um, No, it was just about how I love Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, Mad Max, and I told you this before, but I have this new complete affection for Coco. I'm like obsessed with it. Like I just like I think about it a lot, and I'm like, man, I just I want to watch that movie as like a comfort movie. Yeah. I don't know. It, it it affected me so much. Coco is one of my new I feel favorites. Like there was too. a lot of like, per, like intimate um, feelings and situations that they like portrayed really well in that movie. I don't know. It was. I think it's it Disney's awesome. like only new classic. Like, yeah. uh, honestly, because I think, like, like Frozen's obviously going to be their classic, but I don't think Frozen's half as good as Coco. I think Frozen 2. <clears throat> Frozen 2 was great, but Coco had a whole different heart to it. Um, that's just me, though. I thought it was a very powerful film. Um, the way it talked about, like, death and family and stuff. Yeah. And legacy and... Um, God, it was just... Oh, my God, I can't. It made me so emotional. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, but I think... Uh- I guess, sorry, I, I feel no, like sorry. I kind of, like, sidetracked us, but uh, did you have more to say about, like, badass women and, oh, and like, female... We need more. We, we always need more badass women. <laughs> um, no, I just, like, and I also like that um, Ray is, like, you know, I don't know. I just, I just like that they had a character like her in it. I just appreciated it. Um, she's just, like, having a, having a tough, like, you know, she got, she got into the 
depth of battle. You know, just it was there was a moment when she was like fighting in her face. She was just like resisting, and I just thought it was really powerful because I'm so used to seeing men in that place. Yeah. And so seeing like a woman fighting like in that kind of upheld traditional character arc was like, oh my god, it's like we can do it too, guys. Ladies, <laughs> we, we can, can overcome our fears. We 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 can battle against mm-hmm. them. Be badass. I would never be able to one hand wield a lightsaber against Ben Solo, though. Let me tell you that. Okay, I thought about that. I was like, holy crap, there's a couple of fights where I'm like, she's got a strong arm. Because she's got a strong arm. I would have to hold two hands on that both times with the full force of lightning coming straight at me. I could not do that one-handed. Maybe for like 10 seconds and then... It'd just be new alarm. Like, I have no arm. I'd be like, oh, my arm's gone. When did that happen? (laughs) I told Tiff one day I was watching this movie. I love this. This is really good show, guys. I'm totally going to spoil the movie for you. It's called Garo. And it's um, it's this anime. And it's just like, I don't know. It fucking vibe with me so hard. And I watched the shit out of it. And then I went to go see the movie when I was in Japan. But I was by myself. And I was the only one in the movie theater. And it was not subtitled. It was really funny. Um, it was great. I took a bus from Kyoto to like get there. Oh god. And anyway, so I watched it recently because I was like, I just want to watch it. And there was a part at the very end of the movie. Everything had happened. They'd beaten the bad guy, and then suddenly a new like bad guy in the last five minutes shows up, and like the final big, you know, oh. And this character was like standing there, and the next thing you know, it like fires something out, and then he's standing there with one arm. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> what happened in the other arm? <laughs> And then I, I paused it at this one scene, and it's literally a one-second blip of, like, an arm just flying into the woods. <laughs> and I was literally like, I would never have caught that. If you if you made it maybe seven seconds, I would be like, oh, no, his arm. As it stood, I was just like, where the fuck did his arm go? <laughs> I can't remember if I was cooking. I was doing something. And then all of a sudden I hear, he ha- where's his arm? <laughs> he only has one arm? Wait. Tiffany! And I was like, what, what? Maybe it's behind his back or you said that. I was like, is he, is he holding it behind his back and he just like isn't showing anybody his arm? And so then he like goes to protect this family and he like puts one arm around them and I'm like, why don't you use the other one? And I'm like, is it gone? And then he winds up in this weird pseudo afterlife and he has both arms. And I'm like, so what? So why did you rip it off? For one second of character development, and then he appears back in the real world and he has it. And I'm like, it was the most jarring thing. I'm like, if you're going to take off his arm, you better take it off permanently. And leave it off. <laughs> if it's going to come back, put some auto mail on yeah, it. Yeah, just stick some auto mail on that in 13th century France. <laughs> you can do it. I think it's like you're creative. Spanish. I watched the dub because that's all they had in the movie, and it, they were trying to do like Spanish. And they, I mean, I guess they succeeded in doing some like Spanish, like um, because mm. it took place kind of in a Spain-inspired area. But it was so funny because they would say things like "mi corazón," and I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> like I get it, like I, I know what you're trying to do, but <laughs> I felt like random. Or, At the same or time, no. watching in Japanese is not off. like that. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, but I finally knew what was happening in the movie at least. <laughs> That's a plus. It's really funny. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I I can't really think of anything else at the moment. Yeah. I, um, I feel like I'm, I'm kind of out of... I feel like I talked about all we wanted to talk about. Yeah. What do you think, like, um, they're going to go from here? Do you have any, like, predictions or things you want to see? Um, I, I do... 
I would like to see a sequel with Lando and I, I think her character name was I was trying to look this up while you're telling one of your stories. Um, Ooh, I'm excited to hear her name. She was awesome. Uh Jana? I think Jana? maybe. That was her character name. Oh, maybe. Um Yeah. I think Jenna and Lando. That would be a really cool story. Um, if they were to continue the the like mainline um, story, I think I would like to see um, Jenna and Lando. Jenna and oh, Lando. oh, Finn, you meant? Yeah, Finn. I I think I would like to see Finn um, if they're going to continue the main story, uh, just to see if they would use him as a. a a character that can connect with the force um without having the lineage and with being a stormtrooper stormtrooper yeah yeah okay he he was a stormtrooper that would be so cool going from a stormtrooper and then getting into believing in the force and then becoming a fucking jedi like that became a jedi that would be awesome i mean i don't know what they have to fight anymore but i guess in the world of star wars there will always be someone who's gonna rise up and be like, oh. that's why i was like she buried the she buried the lightsabers at the end and i was like i wonder if that's supposed to be like oh it's gonna be the MacGuffin of the next two movies right because i'm this whole time watching this movie and i'm like the wayfinder i had to pause it and be like tiff what the heck is the wayfinder again it was the biggest MacGuffin i've ever seen in my life <laughs> yeah. which is because at the end Luke just gave her another MacGuffin he was like here you go here's my second one and I was like what? no I think it was the one that um, Kylo Ren found in the beginning of the movie he, and he brought there it was to the two. island no it was always in his ship I guess or he always maybe kept it on him and she stole his ship oh. from him after they fought I did she not like, understand that I was like wait a second cause she healed him and then she jumped <clears throat> oh she, she jumped did a the ship. double back sleep this is why you're here huge wave and she then did. stole his yeah thank you so much I literally would not have noticed that cause I know I did have that moment and I was like the fuck just make Skywalker whip this out of nowhere <laughs> and then I was like oh yeah okay that makes sense it. wow thank you I, okay now that fixes everything still a MacGuffin but at least it's less <laughs> it's of a MacGuffin and I'm wondering though when you brought up um like the Clone Wars I wonder if they talk about some of these things in the Clone Wars and we just never watch it could be possible I you know what's but super they still weird put it in the movies that's my thing so like my biggest pet peeve was some of these like based on nostalgia I mean, okay, I'm not going to talk about it, but I've recently been playing Final Fantasy, and they just did a remake, and I think the biggest thing about this kind of conversation people are having around any remake is that how closely do you just stick to storylines, how closely do you not, how do you actually remake something with it being like, you know, how do you make characters, do you flesh them out more, and, and you know, how much of ownership do the fans have, because God forbid... <laughs> That is really hard. <clears throat> and, and, and this, I, I feel like that I'm being very negative fan, to fans. I'm not. I just think that there needs to be a moment when you realize that, like, you don't own a property. Neither technically does the author. It's a very public property. People love it or they don't like it. It's like, my biggest thing is, like, it's going to, like, a park. If you go to a public park and you don't like the trees there, there might be other people who really like the trees. But they might build a bridge and you might like that bridge and other people might hate that bridge. That's kind of, like, what we should view our fictional interest as as public yeah. properties we should like be excited that someone took the opportunity yeah. to even make a remake we love these things so that's why i'm i was i'm i i mean the the remake of final fantasy 7 got rave reviews it, it was it was phenomenal but um it's just like looking at like rise of skywalker critically it was pretty middling like no one you know loved it like because last jedi was critically pretty beloved it was one of the highest ranked star wars films which was ironic because it was the most hated by the fan base. 
But um, Rise of Skywalker was pretty loved by the fan base. And, and so I not, think it's not by the critics. And so I think it's an interesting diet. You have to strike a balance of like obviously Star Wars isn't going for some kind of critical Oscar worthy performances, and not that they're not. It's just you know, yeah, there's different gravitas to these films, and um, so I think like you know it's it's hard because it did exactly what the fans wanted, and it was very good in that sense. But it might have alienated some people who weren't always fans, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, that's like yeah, another hard that's thing. that's hard. Because it's like, how much knowledge do you have to have going into these things? You don't want to gatekeep against people newly entering these stories because you want to be able to give access to everyone. So it's a very difficult line line to strike, or balance to, to strike. Yeah, that makes sense. for sure. No, de- definitely. And you can't, I, I don't know, It's it's hard because then, I feel like if you did try to balance it too much, then it just wouldn't be. Yeah. It, it, it wouldn't be good. <laughs> it would be like vanilla. Like, that's why Force Awakens is, like, to me, like, the weakest of the trilogy is because it doesn't do anything original or new. Sure, it introduces new characters, and there's a lot of cool stuff, but it's, it's for the most part, it just plays it safe. Hmm. And it's not... Like, I mean, this one played it safe, too, but in a different way. And I think, to its benefit, it played it safe, if that makes sense. There was yeah. no crazy, like... Weird revelations. I mean, the Palpatine thing was weird, but I think that was to the benefit of the fans way more than the audience. Mm. You know what I mean? I guess, yeah, I could see. I mean, I don't really like, I didn't really like that, though, being one of those, one of the people who kind of is, what is it called when I just, I like the originals and like, oh, I think it's hard to like, not compare things to the original, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that kind of sense. Um, But I, I didn't like that she they made her a Palpatine. Like, I don't know. In, in, in that regard, so I'm like... That, not that it felt fan service I guess so, like, playing it safe is, like, keeping it nostalgic? Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm, a sense? Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's playing it safe. I don't, I don't know. That's hard. It's not me. It's not a bad thing, but it is safer to, to, to bank on nostalgia versus reinventing a new thing. Yeah. That's one of the reasons Kingdom Hearts 3 got shat on a lot was because there was no Final Fantasy characters in it. Which we've seen. We've we played it. Yeah. Um, but it's like, that was a big pet peeve of people. But the creators were like, well, we wanted these characters to stand in their own legacies. Because you know Sora, Riku, and Kairi. You know, you don't need to have Squall and Aerith and Cloud in this. Like, yeah. And so I think they were trying to be like, they can stand on their own. And it was divisive for audiences. Because audiences had grown up seeing all these characters and to suddenly cut half the cast because... Even if they were tertiary cast, because it was like not part of their this main cast story, it's hard. I see, I see why people on both sides get upset. But I'm always like, I think change is good. I'm someone who will totally swallow whatever the machine feeds me as long as I believe it's doing good for the world. Yeah. If I think it's doing something horrible and it's conveying a horrible message, I'm not gonna like it. But oh yeah, of course. Um, I guess there are ways that you can. You can still have nostalgic properties in a movie, but yeah. have it do something something new, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I I feel like That's I guess hard. maybe yeah maybe they didn't quite do that with this one, but maybe they will in the next one. I don't know. And this one was fine. I mean, it doesn't need to be. You don't need to re you know reinvent the wheel for these properties. It's just as somebody who's watching films critically, you're gonna engage in them differently than a fan. Yeah. So there's just a different level of, like, what you want from that movie. And so. I see. 
Well, there's nothing wrong with nostalgia. You can play nostalgia up as much as you want, but it's just like <laughs> someone who's not based on that nostalgia is going to be a little alienated. Like, why well, don't have any attachment to this property? Like, I don't know what that shot in the sun is with. You know what I mean? When the very we were like, oh, oh my god, they did this shot in the suns. Yes. I mean, I think that was great if you were like really closing off Mm -hmm. all of Star Wars, like closing the story. I think that was a great bookend. Yeah. That's all. That's the only option they could really have. Yeah. Quite frankly. That was a great bookend. And I did like this, once again, I did like that she took the Skywalker name. Mm-hmm. That was really powerful to me, but it would have been more powerful if she didn't have a name. Thank she you for your time. Yeah, I mean, it would have been powerful if she wasn't related to Palpatine. Oh Palpatine. yeah, yeah. It would have been better if she didn't have a name because then she would have found her name. Mm-hmm. But I, I get what. I'm sorry. See, I think that that would have been great, and then it would have given the movie all of those qualities that would like we both want. It's like they. They kept it nostalgic, mm. but at the same time, they definitely did a new twist of, or you know, like they. Oh yeah, and I love Ben's redemption. I thought that was really cool. I did. Um, like but it. then I was like, did did she kill Leia? Because she stabbed him, and then Leia died. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, I cursed. Yeah, I don't. I, I had a moment because she just ran away, and I was like, no, I think that it just the the. It took all of her energy mm. just to like get him to pause. Okay. Oh. Um, so that she could. Do that to Kylo Ren. You're so much better. I don't know if it connected. No, no, one hundred percent. It's just my thoughts. You know, it's like I, because um, what was her her name? Uh, the other character who was like the owner of that one bar that they went into in the Force Awakens. I think um, she has the big goggles. Yeah, on her I, head. Know, I know, I know, I know. I forget. Her name. She was like talking to some some person that was next to her mm. when they were like, "What's wrong with Princess Leia?" And she was like, "She knows what she has to do." And that is going to take the last of her energy. Mm. Um, okay. See, you you honestly make it so much clearer. <laughs> because no, for real. Please stop laughing. It's a good thing. Like, Thanks, I'm not laughing. Thanks. I know I do. You just you're very observant of this stuff. I get absorbed. I'm like good. I'm like talking the whole time. Like hey, like when Han Solo showed up, I'm like, hey, you got Harrison Ford to agree to this film. <laughs> honestly, you and Alex have really made my uh my like tolerance uh, <laughs> grow like I, I have been able to handle so much more <laughs> watching movies with you guys because normally I would have stuffed a pillow in your face the whole time and I would just would have like taped it around with duct tape I'm I, so sorry <laughs> I, I, that was that was me being quiet during movie like I was literally <laughs> sitting here and I was like Rachel what if this was like a movie that you wanted to watch how would you feel and I was like put yourself in Tiffany's shoes <laughs> Put yourself in her socks, actually, and then give them to her because she hates feet. Um, I'm gonna get you out this window. <laughs> and I was like, so think of it that way. And then, so that's why I was trying to maintain some quiet. But once again, I don't know how to shut my mouth. No, so. it's okay. There was moments so where I, I couldn't either. I was excited. Oh yeah, we yelled a lot. We were like, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I don't know. Can you think of anything else? I I feel like that. Wraps it I up. I think we pretty much talked about what we wanted to talk about. But that was our that was our review. That that our, was the Knights in the Lanai review of Rise of Skywalker. And us coming back to the podcast world. Yes. Yes, because we neglect after Ruby ended, we were like, I don't know, I just well, uh, okay, a lot of stuff happened, everyone. We hope you're all safe. We hope everything's good. A lot of things are happening in the world. It's very crazy, so and but yeah, and I hope, you know, like if you are struggling and going through a lot that 
these podcasts mm-hmm. uh, can lighten up your day a little bit. Yeah, that's all so, we hope. Yeah. Some positivity in the world. Always good to... Exactly. Uh, you know, distract you. Everyone needs a little bit of distraction in their day, you know, to, to get their mind off of things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you, if you enjoyed it, please let us know. Write to us. Mm-hmm. Tweet to us. Mm-hmm. However you want. Mm-hmm. We've got a Twitter. It's at Nights Lanai. Mm. Um, and we also have a tiki talk. We have a tiki talk. Have you seen those things those kids be doing? Ah, they're pretty darn funny. Wow, I want to do one of those. <laughs> it's the same name, at Nights Lanite. So, um, yeah, check us out uh, and let us know how we're doing and until next time. Yeah, we don't know what we're going to talk about yet, but we'll talk about something. Mm-hmm. We'll find a subject matter to discuss. Oh, yes. You a can movie, count on that. A movie, a TV show movie tv show uh games oh yeah oh yeah we're gonna do a final fantasy everyone and their mother is doing a final fantasy thing right now just because the remake just came out so everyone's yeah. replaying it but we're replaying we're different it. okay we we talk, we're absolutely different we talk about it on a lanai yes <laughs> nights in the lanai and we just we talk about it and that's the one thing to remember everyone is that nobody is like you so mm-hmm. even if you're worried about putting yourself out there, nobody is you. So you can tell your own stories and they'll be entertaining. Yes. Amen, sister. And we're really fucking funny. Thank you. So please listen to us. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll do like a, a playthrough of our, play, our, our discussion about our playthrough of Final Fantasy with uh, Hottie, McTitty, Big Bangs. And Gun Daddy. Gun Daddy. <laughs> and Best Boy. And yeah, Best Boy. About best I call him Puppy. So I always refer to him as Puppy. Now I'm like, hey, look at Puppy. And then I'm like, wait. <laughs> it's so hard not to. I know. Hey, look at you, hottie. <laughs> Cloud is really uh, hot. He is hot. It's perfect. <clears throat> All right, guys. Enjoy. On that and have a great night. Yeah, have a great night on the lanai. Hey. <laughs>